Good evening and welcome to the FIFA World Cup show and our podcast for today and wherever you are tuning in to this episode from, whether you're on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Oceania, welcome to the most exciting, informative and educative sports show on the calling platform with yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I have love for sport as part of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 African Series. Today, we'll be speaking to an African-based goalkeeper on his time in the Ghana Premier League, the African Cup of Nations, and his aspirations as a top goalkeeper. Yes, I'm sure you are wondering who my guest is tonight. But definitely, I will be with you shortly before that, let me whet your appetite with this tune from Ryan Sharp and the rubber band. He says, Dream Big. Tonight, it's a warm welcome to all my cherished listeners and audience. And our guest for tonight is goalkeeper Abdullah Idrisu, who plays 
we became united in the Ghana Premier League. Abdullahi epitomizes strength, valor, the spirit of sheer determination and perseverance and climbing to the very, very top of his career. And tonight, Abdullah, we are celebrating you on this show. And I hope you're enjoying the music from Ryan Sharp and the rubber band, Dream Big. Good evening, Abdullah, and welcome to the show. Good evening, Mr. Philip. It's a pleasure having you. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing very well. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. Let me walk you through your own profile, and I will come to you with Abdullah, born on the 14th of May, 1997. He's a Ghanaian professional footballer who plays as a goalkeeper for Ghanaian Premier League side, Bechem United. His current number, he wears the number 12 shirt, and his early life began in the Savannah region of Ghana, where he started playing football as a goalkeeper at the age of 13 in the primary school. You're wondering why tonight we have Abdullah as a guest. Abdullah, out of 21 games in the Ghana Premier League, has kept 14 clean sheets, most consecutive clean sheets this season, seven. He's played nine games at home and has kept nine clean sheets yet to concede at home. Won one man of the match award in their game and has only conceded 10 goals. Such an outstanding talent and top goalkeeper. Abdullah, once again, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mr. Philip. Abdullah, walk us through what it means like growing up in the Savannah region, your, t- your childhood. Tell us who Abdullah is. Uh, first of all, I would like to say, uh, send a warm greetings to cherished listeners of the FIFA World Cup show. Uh, I must say, uh, it's a great privilege to be on this show. That notwithstanding, I would like to go straight to the question you just asked. Growing up in Savannah region, you know, Africa in general is it is not always easy. And Savannah region is not an exception. Um, I grew up in Savannah region and I had most of my educational uh, system in Savannah region. I went to my primary school in Sola, Sola DA primary school. Then I went to the junior high school. Then I proceeded to Damango, which is now the capital of Savannah region. I went to Damango senior high school before I eventually moved from Savannah region and went to Central region to continue my tertiary education. At what point did you, did you develop the passion for playing football in your childhood? I think, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, I would say when I begin, the moment I realized that I can start taking, I can start taking, uh, I can start like I can move around with my colleagues and stuff. That is the only thing that has kept me moving. The love and passion for football has been there since my childhood. 
And one thing that had made me develop the passion for goalkeeping specifically, I noticed that uh, when we were young, we worked together, and when you play these small, small-sided games and around the area, anytime we go to play as a unit, if I ought to play inside, they will allow me to play. But the moment I said, I am going to keep, the other opponents will say no. If I'm to keep, then they will not continue. They will not play again. It was like <laughs> they, they feel that when I keep, they are not able to score. So the other team will allow me play inside. If I say, oh, I'm playing inside, the game will continue. But the moment I said, no, we are conceding, so I have to go and keep. The other team will say, no, they will not, they will not continue again. That was when I started seeing that, no, I have to put some attention in the goalkeeping. And at the, uh, I think primary three, I was already the school, uh, school team goalkeeper at the primary level. Primary three, I was already the goalkeeper. So I feel that that also in many ways contributed to the reasons why my colleagues, especially when the person is my opponent, doesn't always approve of me keeping, especially when it is this area, area games. That is when I realized that goalkeeping is the thing I will, I will do going forward. And I haven't uh, looked back ever since. Wow, you haven't looked back indeed ever since. At what point did you begin playing courts football? And which club did you play at the courts level? Uh, I think uh, the moment I started getting some minutes from my school team, people started, started hailing, hey, the young guy is doing well, the guy is doing well. Then there was this man, he didn't, have the, he didn't have the technicalities, but he just loved kids playing around. If you come to Sawala, they call him the son. So he organized and was just taking us around. So he would look for the football for us and would be playing. It was an, an unofficial team, but he would be organizing friendly matches for us. He would be playing. Then later on, there was this man, uh, Mr. Rahman, he came and organized a more formidable side called Young Starless. And recruited some of us inside. I played there for some time. He himself, he himself sent me to Tamale because he felt that I was uh, improving rapidly. And that way I had to go to a place where I would be able to get the basic techniques in goalkeeping rather than just developing the talent role at that. So he sent me to Tamale, that is the Northern Regional Capital, and discussed me with um, Mr. Aziz, who is also the owner of Young Goldfish. So that was where I began to play coast football, Young Goldfish. I went and played there for some two, three years, but because of schooling, you know, I was schooling in Sogla, so it's difficult for you to school in Sogla and play your coast football in Tamale. The distance... I think from Sawala to Tamale is about four four hours. So it was difficult. So I played like two seasons. Then I came back to Sawala and I was training with the young stars. Then eventually a second division side in Sawala there said, no, this guy is too good. They have to register me into their second division side. Then even as at that time, uh, Coach Aziz, who, is, who was with Goldface, uh, was not in agreement because they felt that I'm still too young to be playing in second division and so on and so forth. But the guy said, uh, the owner of ACK said, the talent he has seen in me, 
I'm capable of playing in the second division. Then they went ahead and registered me. Then I began playing for uh, SDK Stars. Wow. So that is impressive. At, so at what point did you transfer from the second division to join Bechem United in the Ghana Premier League? Uh, thank you very much. I would say when I started playing for the uh, SDK Stars, I played a couple of years, like two, three years. Then we went to interregional school games. I think uh, junior high school, I represented Northern Region in school and colleges, uh, interregional. Then when I went to, uh, I think, SS1, I represented Northern Region again for interregional. It was when I got to Form 3 SHS. We went to regionals, and there was this man called uh, Coach DeGraft. He spotted me at the regionals in Kumasi. Then he also had an, an agency club in uh, Cape Coast back then, and he said he wants me to come and join him. He is into sending players to travel and stuff like that. So he discussed with Ofosuhine. Then Ofosuhine, who is the owner of STK Stars, he released me to... Uh, London Soccer Academicals, that is the name of that club. There, over there, I played like, I think, one season, two seasons. Then my father said, I have to come back home and continue with my studies. As at that time, I had completed uh, senior high school and he said, I have to further my education. He said, uh, he said it to my face that he is not against me playing football, but I know it is hard getting the opportunity to get to the highest level of football is hard, especially if you are from this part of our world. What he wants for me is that I have to try and combine the education and the football. If I'm able to push the education for him, for him he just wants me to be a better person. And if I, he, he feels that playing only the football wouldn't be enough, what if the football didn't help as he thinks? So I should try and combine the football and the education. So then I sided with my father. Then I think in 2015, I joined uh, Winneba, University of Education, Winneba, as my first year. So then I had the opportunity to play for Interallies. That was the first time a premier team approached me and showed interest, 2015. But I felt that combining the education and the football, especially the highest premier league, is going to be difficult because I wouldn't be getting enough time to be training and stuff like that. So I spoke with my dad that, oh, he should allow me to go and play the football. And he said, no, my son, you just be patient. God's time is the best. I should focus on this edu uh, education for now. It's just, uh, according to him, it's just eight semesters. He didn't even say, he, <laughs> he didn't say it's four years. He just said, oh, you know, it's eight semesters, you'll be done in no time, so you just do the education, and when you finish, you continue our football, I'll be behind you. Then when he said that, I explained to the uh, owners of Interallies, then they said, okay, no problem. Then I started my educational ladder. But after that time, I spoke with uh, STK Stars again, that now that I am in school, what they have to do for me is that they have to negotiate with the club they released me to so that they can take back my card. When I eventually finished schooling, retrieving my card and pursuing the football wouldn't be that difficult. And Ofosuhini, the owner of ACK Stars, 
agreed to that and eventually they took back my card then i was uh, attending the school anytime we are on a vacation and there are some second division games and stuff if i'm available i play some those that i'm not around and i'm in school i will skip them and if the matches are crucial and i'm in school and i feel that i have some ample time space that i can make it and come and play the games i will come and play that is how i have been able to combine the football and education until now that is impressive so we'll come i'll, I'll come to the point where education and football so at what point did you make that big move to the Ghana Premier League? Um, when I, that was when I eventually completed university. When I completed, I think I completed in um, early May, May 2019. So when I finished, I had to continue with my national service. So I went home, discussed it with the owner of ASTK says that now that I have completed, I want to make a step in the football. So I have no interest in playing ASTK stars again. I'll be doing my service. So after the service, I want you to give me the opportunity for me to move forward. Any clubs that comes my way, I would like to make that, uh, that move. Then he uh, agreed with me. So when I was doing my service, I did my service at the Office of Electoral Commission in Solar, Solar District. So I had the opportunity to come and play a trial. I think it was a, uh, a justify your inclusion with Adriana Stars, who is, which is also a Premier League club here in Ghana. So I got there, trained with them for like three weeks. So when I trained with them for that three weeks, the, the coach back then said that he has already submitted his list for uh, the season and it will be difficult for him to absorb me. But the goalkeeper's trainer there I was working with said that no, he has seen so much talent in me that it will pain him for me to go back. What he will do is that he will rather recommend me. The name of the goalkeeper's trainer is Coach Kennedy. He's still with Eddie Anastas as we speak. So he was rather the one that called the team United. He called them and told them that, look, uh, a goalkeeper came here. I feel he's very good. But unfortunately, Ediana as a club is saying that there is no space for him. So I would like you people to let him come over there and you assess him. So I left Ediana and came to the team. I think I go to Bichim in the morning. When I go to Bichim in the morning, they were already having a friendly match. They were going to a nearby community called Kenya City to go and play. So when I came, I met with the CEO, and the CEO said, look, uh, Coach Kennedy has said a lot about you. You are here. We already have four goalkeepers. But because Coach Kennedy has said a lot about you, I want you to come and I also assess you and see how we could be able to help. Right now, today, we are having a match. I don't know if you are tired, but we have a match today, and we would like to go and try you. And I said, oh, uh, chairman, please, I'm ready to go. If only you will not be disturbed. Then he said, okay, no problem. Get into that. So they gave me some 
team, uh, team t-shirts for me to wear and join the bus. I joined the bus, got to Kenya. That was my first time interacting with the, the players and I'm to start a match against a first division side in uh, Kenya, so the Unity FC. They fielded me, I played 90 minutes in that match and we won 2 0. I saved a penalty in that match. So when we finished, the CEO came to me and said, Look, we have four goalkeepers, but I will make sure we register you because I have seen what I'm looking for. I told him, Okay, thank you very much. Then we came, we were on it. Then he was now, he, he was the only, I think that time he was the only person that followed us to the match. So he was insisting that the club should register me. Then the club was adamant in, in the registering. They were discussing it up and down, whether to do it or not. For three weeks, one month, I was in the gym training with the club. But as to whether I'm fully registered or something like that, because some, it's like it was, it was bringing some kind of division between the management. Then they invited this white coach from uh, Romania, He's called Coach Coach Romain to come and take over the club. So he, when he came that time, the club was really struggling. Uh, the were really struggling. So when he came, his first two training sessions with the club, he said he want to give them he his preferred first eleven. The white man pointed at me and said they should make me the first choice. He thinks the goalkeepers in camp. I am doing really well and he feels they should make me the first choice. As at that time, majority of the management were not even in agreement whether for them to register me because they already have five goalkeepers. Uh, they already have four goalkeepers. Me including will make it five. So when the white man made that bold statement, the, team, the, the club owner said, if that's the case, they will register me. So they were on the process of the registering when this uh, COVID-19 pandemic Track, and they have to put the uh, league on hold. So I went back home. Eventually, they resumed camp for last season. That was uh, last season. Then they invited me over. I sat with the club. We discussed, and I signed a contract with the club. Then we began the season. That was how I became a Premier League player. Wow, wow. What a beautiful story. And uh, to my cherished audience and listeners joining us today, I hope you will never give up in life. On this show, we encourage people to keep pressing on until they get to their final destination. And one popular quote by Confucius that inspires me so much, he said, no matter how slow you go, do not stop, keep moving, keep going. And that is exactly what our guest for tonight has shown, Abdullah Idrisu. He's never given up, he's persevered, and today is one of the finest and best goalkeepers in the Ghana Premier League and on the African continent as we speak at the moment. Whilst we wait for Abdullah, we'll play this music.
guest for tonight on the FIFA World Cup show, if you're just joining us, is Abdullah Idrisu walking us through his journey as one of the top goalkeepers on the continent. Abdullah, just before we, 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 we took that break with the music, I was asking you what your debut game was like for Bechem United, what it meant for you. It was, it was that day, it was, a, it, it was a huge day for me. I think uh, three days before the game, the club, uh, the coach called me and said, look, uh, you know, it has not been easy for the club and we are struggling. So we want to give you the chance. You have to grab it and grab it well. I've discussed it with my assistant and he has said the same thing. So I should prepare our next home match. I will be in goal. As at that time, I was really anxious. Uh, that kind of feeling. What if, what if what if things doesn't go out too well? What if things... I was asking myself those questions and, you know, the matches I was not in goal, you sit and you hear the crowd roaring and shouting, passing all sort of comments. I was really uh, reminiscing over those comments and I was, sometimes I feel scared, sometimes I feel motivated knowing that this is also my opportunity to also make it clean. Wow. And then when I, you I, had I, that I, opportunity, I, I when you had that opportunity, 
that game, what was the scoreline for that game? Uh, we won. We won by three goals to one. We won by three goals to one. Uh, I considered on the 90th, 90th minute. Uh, silly, silly. You know, we have we had scored three goals then. Our captain back then he used to he loved to always hang on the ball too much. He came to our uh, eighteen-year boss and was still hanging on the ball. Then he lost possession and they used it and they scored. But we won three one, and that day uh, I must say uh, the, the 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 day was good for me. I made some uh, point blank saves that could have changed the results of the game. Then after that, the club president called me personally and said, "Congratulations, you have earned my trust, and from now on, I wouldn't doubt you again." So from that moment, I feel relieved and very very calm going into our subsequent games. Wow. And this was against what team? Accra Glint Olympics. Wow. 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 Uh, For my purposes of my audience, I'm going to read very important information. Idrisu joined Bechem United in October 2011, uh, 2020, ahead of the 2020-2021 season. He made his debut on the 7th of February 2020 in their 3-1 home victory over Accra Great Olympics. He was given his first start of the season after playing second fiddle for majority of the season to either Prince Asempa or Daniel Afajewu. And like Idrisu rightly pointed, he made an outstanding save on the day. Idrisu, you have the biggest audience on the show since we started and it's just appropriate i acknowledge you as an outstanding role model for your community and to all who have joined us today eric yakubu my my own son eric kipo all the way in south africa Seidu, abdullah sani mohammed Suleimana, ibrahim Agam, Ag- agamate wahabu we celebrate you all. We celebrate you all. And I'll be reading some of the comments that you are re- receiving. Eric Deco says, Abdullah has been an outstanding goalkeeper. Ikon Dion also says, he helped us won Gusa in 2018 at Tamale. For my audience who want to share this on your platform, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can click on the three dots on the right then click share room. It will provide options on the platform to share. You can share it on your WhatsApp, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on all platforms. Ibrahim Wura says, wow, what an inspirational interview. Keep doing the good work because hard work pays. Sharif says, inspirational. Erekipo Jr. says, pure talent. Agamate says, what an inspirational story. And... Abdul Majid also says, we hope to see you in the Black Stars in Qatar. We'll be coming to that shortly. Uh, Ikon also says, he's a multi-talented sportsman. And Araba says, pure talent. Rafik says, Mr. Idrisu was my mate back at university. He's doing good when it comes to goalkeeping. Abdul Majid Safo says, the beautiful journey of a tortoise. Wow. 
Another guy says this guy should be playing for the Black Stars. Idrisu, those are the comments from your friends and loved ones who are joining us tonight. I hope you followed the African Cup of Nations that just ended uh, in January in, in Cameroon. Yes, please. Yes, please. And uh, one of the, uh, in Africa, which goalkeeper inspires you the most? Who is your role model? Uh, uh, I think uh, right now, I will say uh, Mendy, Edward Mendy of Chelsea. Wow. If you you go through his uh, struggles, how he passed through all the way to eventually getting the opportunity at Chelsea, you will think that uh, it's not easy. And you can also attribute it to hard work and uh, fit. I think uh, he's somebody that we, the young goalkeepers in Africa here, will have to uh, take inspiration from. And I have also uh, made uh, this kind of commitment to always find good things in every goalkeeper that I see in post. Uh, irrespective of who you are, the moment I see that you are the one in post, I try to pick some positive things from you that I think will enhance my play and my game. Uh, the, uh, uh, Andre Onana of Ayas, I think they are those goalkeepers I always look up to as an African goalkeeper. That is impressive. That is impressive, Abdullah Idrisu. And uh, goalkeeping, tell us, given your experience, uh, is goalkeeping an act or a science? Uh, at the African Cup of Nations, we saw this uh, uh, video all over social media of the Egyptian uh, second-choice goalkeeper. He wasn't even the first-choice goalkeeper. He was the third choice for the tournament. After their first two goalkeepers got injured, he stepped in confidently. And when he stepped in, he didn't just step in, he also made crucial saves for Egypt and of these crucial saves was a penalty shootout where his water bottle had the predicted positions of the Senegalese penalty takers. Abdullah, as a goalkeeper, what do you make of this? Uh, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I always say that as to whether I try to say that it's both, goalkeeping is both a science and an art considering the fact that you cannot just get up and say, I'm a goalkeeper, then you go and just be in post. You have to work at it. You have to work at it. Just like you cannot just get up and say, you are a striker and that is it. No, you have to work at it. You have to work seriously for it. So when you work each day in training grounds, you are determined, committed, and disciplined. To your work, definitely, the outcome of your work will be positive. I think what uh, Gabalski did in Afcon was an outstanding job. We have to give him the credit. You know, he's he's he's, he's the first choice goalkeeper for Zamalek, but it took him like ten years when he got his debut for uh, Egypt. It took him like ten years before he eventually got that return and became a cult hero for Egypt in uh, the just ended Afcon. Uh, I feel that if you look at the number of penalties he saved 
they were crucial penalties. He saved them at a point where Egypt needed them most. And as to whether the, the bottle that he labeled the predicted areas the players will be playing to, I think this is very common among uh, goalkeepers, especially when it comes to penalty shootouts. You know, every individual, in every aspect of life where you, you find yourself in, every, anything that you tried and tried, and it is always successful for you. At every moment, you always love to try it. If you are a penalty shooter as a player, you try the right side. You, maybe you have played penalty shooters to the right, you play to the left, and you feel that the one I played to my left, I was more comfortable at that one, and I scored. It makes you feel that anytime you are playing the ball to that direction, you are rest assured the ball will go through the post and you will score. So you will realize that most players, though some alternate their uh, penalty shooters, but majority of players goes to the direction they feel they are always comfortable and will most likely always slot their penalty shooters, uh, slot their penalties there when given the chance to take penalty. So in such a situation, when you make uh, a diagram like that, suggesting where the players will play their penalty shooters to, that means that you have watched videos of them taking penalties. That's where you'll be able to know that this particular player, when he played, he went this direction and he scored. This person went this direction and he scored. And when you have that in mind, it guides you very well when it comes to penalty shootout. And I think that was what Gabarski did in the tournament, and it, it, it helped it helped it helped Egypt. Wow, wow, wow! You just given us a a, a tone a, a tone of knowledge where you describe that players feel comfortable playing to a certain direction, and if you study it before the game you know exactly where they are shooting the ball. So you believe that saving penalties is not an art, but it's a science. And you need to learn the technique. Not, it's not surprising that you've kept such a, an outstanding and long stretch of clean sheets. Yesterday in the Ghana Premier League, you played against Dreams FC. And in the last minute, you saved a penalty. And you earn a goalless draw for your team. Walk us through what keeps you going and that consistency of getting clean sheets for your team. Uh, uh, I think uh, I would just say sometimes I give all thanks to Allah. After my hard end training, I walk with my uh, head lift, lifted high, looking up to God to come and do the rest. I go into the game feeling very positive, knowing very well that at every given moment, I am giving it my all. I am defending the colors of Beche United, and I will do it gallantly because I know that at the end, I am going to be praised or get, I'm going to get some kind of relief, knowing very well that the fans are happy because of what I have done. Sometimes what keeps me going is the joy I see on the fans, my loved ones, the coaches, after a game like this. Just like you said yesterday, uh, we had a very difficult game in uh, uh, Daou against Dreams. We were playing, then it started drizzling, rain, you know, rain and football. The ball is always slippery and stuff, but we just said, no, this is an opportunity for us. If we are not scoring, they will not also score. 
Then we played very well until that die minute. The referee awarded uh, a penalty. All hopes weren't lost because I could see from the faces of my players that Idris, you can do it. Idris, you beat for us. And eventually, Allah being so great, I uh, was able to save the opponent in that valuable one point away from home. Yeah, Mr. Philip. Yes, I'm with you. Can you hear, can me? You hear me? Yes, yes. Whilst, whilst, whilst you sort out your side, let me re- more comments are coming and let me read it for you. Agam- Agamache says, it is my prayer that one day you get the recognition you deserve. Easily the best goalkeeper in the country. Nihad also says, I can't wait to see you in Qatar. Abu Bakari says, this guy is just magnificent. I wish, I wish him luck. I wish luck would shine on him. We wish mediums like you, like you can help him get a better opportunity to showcase his talent. Capito also says, we always pray for you. Abdul Majid Safu says, son of the light, the pride of Gunja land. Sonia Abdullah says, he motivates some of us, especially to keep fighting hard. The beautiful journey of the tortoise. Abdullah, what do you, how do you feel getting all these comments from your friends? I appreciate uh, the love they are showing. I really appreciate the love they are showing. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm even short of words, knowing that there are people like this that count on me and look up to me and have uh, believe in my talent and in my potentials. I'm really, I'm really happy for myself knowing that I have people like people like this around me. And for my cherished audience, and by by unanimous decision of my production team, we are going to have part two of this interview and i would encourage all my listeners uh, to subscribe and to continue sharing the show tell a friend to tell a friend and also subscribe to our sister program the uefa champions league show so i hope all of you on the platform would also subscribe to the uefa champions league show on the calling platform and also the fifa world cup show like you have done and also keep sharing to your friends and uh, we'll have part two of our interview with Abdullah. But uh, just before we continue with the interview, Abdullah, I'm going to surprise you uh, with a match day clip of you in the Ghana Premier League. It was against Ibiana Stars in match week 15 at the Nana Ajiman Bedu Park in Doma Ahinkro. I will play excerpts of that game and I will ask you what your impressions are and how you feel. And welcome to the Nana Ajiman Bedu Park here in Doma Ahinkro. It's the home ground of the home side Adriana Stars or Adriana Football Club, Oja of Fire as they're known. They're coming up against the Hunters from Pechim, that is Pechim United, in a top lineup for match day 15. My name is Princeton, and together with Prop Judah Chelko, we'll walk you through 90 minutes of soccer fiesta and soccer action. That's a very bad injury in a way. The game uh, would get started. Coming forward now. Beijing United under some amount of pressure. JV squares one up. Tomenta in chief. That's a astonishing miss there from JV. Face Bonconi lays on the pass, trying to get uh, the youngster Clayton Dodu. Ball goes out. 
Shannon Tucker, and that's the first goal. Easy goal for a fake before. Again, a star. The goalkeeper had no chance. On the volley, look at the power behind that ball. Super hit. Possession. Yes, Samaria with a header. With a build-up. Abdul once again. Drive goes wide. What a first 45 minutes we've had here today. And the game gets underway with the Biana Stars. This is where you must make sure you prove your better. It's a long goalkeeper goes down. And for once, I thought goalkeeper, Masaudi Lusa, Nurudin Abdullah. Prince Aqualish on the pass. Too many passes there. Oh! Afis will locate Prince. And Prince with a lovely touch. There, just look at the combination. Brighter J and I am Mohamed. Uh, Brighter J still has an opportunity and he fires. Roughly what Bagaza was going to whistle for an infringement. He did well. Shrug off Chinese tackle and just look at the hit. Not the best. And Francis Genet. They're getting the passes together. Latif. An opportunity for a shot on target. I was blocked. From Anabila to locate Ano. Ano will blast that ball back. It's Yaya Mohamed. Blocked. Second opportunity. Goes wide. And Wiseman Gantra says we've had enough. Picking up the three points at the expense of second place Adriana. Yes. That was the game. That is the end of the game. With Bichem United beating Adriana by one goal to nil. Adriana, you mentioned that was where you initially went to, uh, to, to play or to have trials. And the goalkeeper trainer rather recommended you to Bechim. How do you feel playing on match day 15 at the Nana Ajiman Bedu Park against Indiana Stars in the Ghana Premier League? Abdullah, walk us through the journey. That, that, feeling, that feeling was different. That feeling was, uh, was, was different. Though uh, the coach that was in charge the time I was there is no longer, was no longer the coach that we met when we went there to go and play. But I feel that uh, I had to prove a point because majority of the players that were there the time I came there, they were still the people, uh, Bright Aji, uh, Yaya Mohamed, Hafiz Adam Senko, they were the people I went and met and going back there to play against them and eventually winning by one goal to nil. It was, it was, it was uh, a great feeling. And I, I spoke with the goalkeeper's coach there. We had a lengthy discussion, and he was very, very happy for me. And he, we definitely revived, and he, he, he really felt that his decision to let me join the United wasn't wrong after all. Because after the Indiana game, majority of the uh, management members was now asking the goalkeeper, ah, is that not this goalkeeper that was here? Is that not this goalkeeper that came here? And so on and so forth. So I felt it was it was really it was really a nice moment for me to go there and eventually winning them. And I think it was it was it was a special feeling for me. Wow, it is a special feeling for you indeed. And uh, uh, we we, uh, we we will be wrapping up with the first part of our interview. We will have the second part next week by popular demand, and uh, we, we where we would have more. More, more, more discussion. But I want to keep on reading the comments because the comments keep coming. Um, Eric Deco says, Al De Silva has been one of the best goalkeeper I've played with and he's the best when it comes to saving penalties. 
and I can confidently equate him to the Egyptian goalkeeper Gabaski. Another comment says, keep pushing harder, bro. Eric Kipo Jr. says, much love, brother. The beautiful journey of the tortoise getting there all on God. Wow. This is the second time I'm hearing the beautiful journey of a tortoise. Is, 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 that, is that your nickname? <laughs> I think it is, it is uh, a special term I always use to motivate myself. Anytime I find myself down or I feel that at this moment I need something to hold on to, then I bring it up and I post it. And it is something I usually write. The beautiful journey of a tortoise. When I look at where I started from and uh, where I have gotten to so far, I haven't gotten to a, a place I I am uh, saying is the ultimate. But I am feeling that at least where I have gotten to, I have to be thankful and say Alhamdulillah, knowing very well that I am on course and I am not looking back. The journey might be, might might be rough slow but it is something i am certain that i will keep on pushing just like how the tortoise works the tortoise is always very slow but it is certain that it is certain that at the end of the day it will reach its destination and that is how optimistic i have been all this while wow, wow. what a beautiful what a beautiful beautiful story abdullah i'm really enjoying your interview and um we have more we have more. I'm going to ask you about the Black Stars, your inspiration, Qatar 2022. But for my cherished audience, yes, that will be part two of our interview. And that is the more reason why you should share this podcast with your friends and loved ones to subscribe and to join as we celebrate a cult figure in the making of one of Africa's finest goalkeeper, Abdullahi Idrisu. Abdullahi, I'm going to open the phone lines and for your friends and loved ones to call in to the show and tell us what they make of you and what their impressions are of your outstanding uh, 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 leadership as a goalkeeper in post and in your community. And uh, to do so, just look beneath and press the call button. And But just before we do that, I want to give the opportunity to my, very, my son, Razak, you are listening to us all the way in Johannesburg. And Razak, if you can, join us on the line. Razak did something very inspirational. And I believe all of us right here on this platform must learn to always show the light. The fact you uh, 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 dimming another person's light will not make your light shine brighter. But rather, the more you light and brighten the light of others so will your light also shine and razak showed exactly that it was an epitome of this statement i called razak to interview him on this platform as a young footballer and razak said my boss my dad please i've not played much this season but i have a brother who is doing very well in the ghana premier league and I want, to, I want you to use your platform to give him the necessary attention. I believe he has what it takes to get to the very top, but not much attention is being given to him. And I asked Razak, who is this? He said, 
Abdullah Idrisu. I said, really? No problem, my son. I'll give him the platform. And so today, if you are seeing Abdullah on the show, he's worked for it. His statistics shows, shows, shows that he's an outstanding goalkeeper, but it had to take Razak for me to know because I don't do much work on, on the Ghanaian scene. I am actively involved on the international market. And today, we have Idrisu with us on the show. And hopefully, we believe from this program, Idrisu will be in post in the nations of the world, from Europe to America and the rest of the world, and will be showing his exemplary leadership on the field. I will pick Razak at this point. Razak, good evening and welcome to the show. Unmute your microphone. Razak, unmute your microphone. Yes, good evening and welcome, Razak. Hello, Mr. Philip. Yes, Razak, how are you? Yeah, good evening, Mr. Razak. Uh, Alhamdulillah, I'm doing good. Yes, what is your impressions of Abdullah Idrisu? Tell us how you know Abdullah and what you have, what, you, what message you have for him. Razak, can you hear me? Uh, can you hear me? Thank you very much, and then thank you. Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Yeah. So tell us what 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 your impressions are of of of, of Idrisu. Uh, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for uh, uh, the cherished uh, listeners, and uh, I also want to thank you for the wonderful opportunity and all that is present for you to keep giving us. Uh, type of uh, well, Abdullah Idrisu have been uh, a brother since childhood. Uh, I met Idrisu, I think, from a very young uh, group. Uh, uh, a brother, Idrisu, uh, who I followed uh, to uh, Sola for a vacation, and then uh, we got to meet, uh, meet each other. Though we met at the basic level, uh, under 12 and then under 16, but uh, Idisa actually took me to Solar uh, to join Jog uh, Starless, and that was where I uh, played with Abdullah Idrisu, and we have been brothers since then. We've had a wonderful time uh, up to now, and then uh, it is my hope and prayer that we keep uh, the genetic group and into the step of uh, representing our teaching. Uh, so Abdullah has been a fantastic and, and a wonderful brother. I, I no longer call him a friend of Wow, wow, that is beautiful. If you have to describe Abdullah in one word, what word will you use? <laughs> Abdullah is a definition of honesty. That's deep. He's a honest that's, friend. That's okay. deep. Yes, someone that you can trust. That's deep. One of my values that I cherish the most, in fact, I have three values, relationship with God, and because I love God, I translate that relationship to my fellow human beings, and my next is integrity and honesty in no particular order, and it's amazing that you see Abdullah as an honest friend. Razak, thank you so much for joining us all the way from South Africa tonight to celebrate Abdullah Idrisu. And we would be having part two of this. I would pick the next caller, 
but just before i pick the next caller once you press the call button unmute your microphone and tell me your name and where you are calling from and then you proceed with your message for abdullah razak thank you so much thank you mr philip and god bless you thank you thank you sunny unmute your mic and then tell us where you are calling from and your message for abdullah your the mic yes sunny yes sunny yeah, I'm calling. Good evening, sir. Good evening, sir. Yes, tell us where you are calling from. I'm calling from Bole, from the Savannah region. Wow, that is beautiful. That is beautiful, and we are blessed to have you tonight. Tell us your relationship with Abdullah and what you make of him and his journey. Yes. Uh, first of all, I'm praying that this show or this program will always be a platform that each and every struggling footballer will get in his lifetime to motivate and put him to the transfer market or football market for that fellow to excel. First of all, Idrisu is a senior brother, a senior on pitch, off pitch, and everywhere. And my senior, Razak, said he's a definition of honesty. And I see him linking Idrisu to your platform as a karma because it has been paid in his own coin because that is what senior Idrisu do is to ask the younger ones. He's a selfish human being. He always wants to motivate us, pull us along, always keep telling us how to keep fighting. And one day all of us will enjoy the hard labor of football. And that is what he has been. So him being hot skate in this Ghana Premier League is as a result of his efforts and all the blessings he's having from his younger ones. Talking of those he's, he has been motivating, helping to also find their right path on the football journey. And we wish him all the best because we know this is just the beginning. He will break higher bundles, climb mountains, and also make us proud because he's someone who doesn't forget his back when he's making it wow wow those are touching words from you sunny and uh, wherever you are tonight in the bali region and in the, specifically in savannah i pray the good lord will shine his light on you what do you do sunny i'm also a footballer a younger wow footballer. wow wow and uh, on this show i would i promised and I would do one thing. I would week every week I would give one established footballer an opportunity. Last week we had Bernard Tepete. He plays for the Black Stars of Ghana, played in the Bundesliga, played in the Champions League, played in the Europa League. And his story was very inspirational. He was discovered playing football in Tema. And from Tema, somebody picked him and sent him to Germany. And that, is the, that was the beginning of his journey. His episode is on the UEFA Champions League channel. Subscribe to it. You can listen. We also interviewed him on the FIFA World Cup show last week. And he, he, he told us and described to us how it feels like to play as, an, as, an, uh, as, a, as a player in the national team. And uh, I pray that the good Lord will give us strength. And I will use my platform 
to to shine light on grassroots footballers so sunny wherever you are tonight god bless you and keep sharing the platform with your friends tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the show thank you so much i will pick my next caller yakubu yakubu please unmute your mic when you come on yakubu please unmute your mic yes yakubu tell us where you are calling from i will pick the next caller eric you're on the line please unmute your mic and tell us where you're calling from Hello, good, evening, Mr. good evening eric how are you i'm fine thank you yes tell us where you're calling from and then tell us your message for abdullah okay first of all for me personally i, I saw them play together at a very young age with razat my senior brother so and they have been how do i say they have motivated me and given me hope on the journey to becoming a football player as Ezekiel mentioned it's not easy to become a professional football player from our part of the world and growing up and seeing their determination to becoming professional football players against all odds Hello? Yes, Eric, we are I'm with you. Yes. And as I said, seeing Idris Abdurraza through all the struggles and where he is now is a great sign of hope for we as young football players trying to also make it. And wow. What I can say about him personally is that he's an amazing human being. When you get close to him, you see that he's not only amazing on the page, but he has a very good personality. And that's one thing I like about him. Wow. When you get close to him, he gives you advice on certain things you wouldn't have expected him to talk to you about. And he's always a brother. He has been a brother and will continue to always be a brother. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. And it's, it's, it's refreshing to know you are joining us all the way from Moscow in Russia. And uh, I wish you continual success in your career and in all that you do that may everything that your hands touch turn into gold thank you so much i'll pick my next caller idisa you are on the line unmute your mic and tell us where you are calling from and joining us for this program hello hello idisa good evening and how are you good evening and how are you Idisa, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, so tell us what your impressions are of Abdullah Idrisu. We lost Idisa there. Yakubu, unmute your mic and tell us where you are calling from. Okay, 
at this point, Abdullah, can you join me back on stage? And then we'll continue with the rest of our conversation. And then we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up. Yes, Abdullah. So how do you feel hearing all those comments from your friends and loved ones uh, who had uh, the opportunity to call in? Like I said, and uh, just before I'm... you make your submission, let me read more comments. Said I'm seeing great talent here. The Sunny speaking also deserves an interview. He's one of the most skillful players I've seen. I've heard you. I actually wonder why you are not part of the Black Star squad. Someone says this is really touching. You can't stop a moving train. Go higher, senior. Someone says I hope he goes on to be an African great. Anyone like Tony Silva. He's a good goalkeeper. Wow. Abdullahi, how do you feel hearing all these comments and the the, 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 the comments I'm reading about you? Uh, like I said, I'm really, really, really elated listening to these uh, 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 calls and messages from uh, my friends and my loved ones. Uh, that means that I, I am doing something right and I wouldn't stop. I am assuring them that this is not going to change me. It will only make me better. And I am I am really happy that they've got my back. I'm not going to disappoint them. I will, I will also do my best and be the person they have always seen me to be and hopefully better myself going forward. Definitely. 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 Abdullah, I'm going to pick one caller. If he, he, he follows the Ghana Premier League, has good knowledge of the African market, is Mr. Justin Akowa. Mr. Justin, join us on stage, and um, I'll give you the privilege to ask Abdullah a question. Mr. Justin, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Philip. Thank you for having me on your show. Yes, and uh, what are your impressions of Abdullah? Well, um. He is he is well spoken. He is very articulate in terms of his expression, and I think that matches. I think that matches what he does on the pitch, as well. And even with the even with a few articles about him, um, on 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 the internet, um, asking asking some asking some colleagues too about him, who who are who are very much into the Ghanaian football space than I am. They all like what he does and what he has been doing um, this season. So then we we all know that he is doing something good to be recognized and that is something to be proud of. As for Ghana, for Ghana who for a nation like Ghana who have who are experiencing quite some shortages about who needs to start for the national team. Um players players not from teams like Kotoko or Hearts of Folk. Um, in the in the local league uh will be will be a very very good or a very very viable angle to select goalkeepers from so um this is this is this is a very very nice player to have in probably we we all know that um hopefully um he can be able to feature not only for the local local national side but the the main national side as well in the near future Definitely, definitely, definitely in the main uh, national side in the near future. One word of encouragement for Abdullah Idrisu just before you go, you go, you go off. Well, I, well, I believe, I believe um, Abdullah 
knows everything um and 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 i and i and and i know that once once he once if if he should if he should still keep working he is he is going to be re, um, recognized then then the media will probably put pressure on the gfa and put others on alert for him to be able to be selected as one of the top goalkeepers because it doesn't always have to be someone from Kotoko or Hearts of Folk, but then the other teams who actually play some good football also matter. So then for a keeper who who is who is quite who has very, very good positioning, who is who is a very good um, distributor of the ball and also who has very, very good reflexes, is someone is someone that you know that he has come from far, and once he has these number of clean sheets, he is, he is going to keep on getting. He's also going to keep on getting the recognition that he has been getting from the few journalists that I have spoken to. So, I know that he is a very determined guy, and he is not going to stop till he achieves his desired goal. Thank you so much, Mr. Justin. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Abdul Majid. I saw you were trying to call. I'm going to put you on the line. Abdullah, join us back on stage whilst we wrap up. We would have part two of this interview on, on, on Monday or in the course of the week and we would update accordingly on our schedule. And um, I hope you would all make the time to join and we'll hear part two of Abdullah Idrisu's story. Abdullah, you heard from our, our anchor analyst, Mr. Kowa, describing you in those in those beautiful beautiful terms that your works is being followed closely by many journalists across Ghana and across the African continent and it's just a matter of time you are going to get the needed recognition but we are happy that on this show which is the most authoritative platform which is the FIFA World Cup show one of the biggest shows on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, we have given you the recognition that you deserve as our outstanding African athlete for this week in our series of the FIFA World Cup Qatar qualifiers. Just before you wrap up, give us your final words for your audience and the people who have made time to join us and confirm to us you'll be joining us for part two of the interview uh, 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 okay thank you very much thank you very much mr Philip. i think uh, it's a great honor to be part of this uh, wonderful show also i will first of all want to thank almighty allah for making this show a success and to my cherished friends and uh, listeners who in many ways uh, use their precious time to tune in and listen to this program. I say thank you very much and uh, may the good Lord bless each and everyone. The hope they have in me, I also have the same hope in them. May we all grow together. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Abdullah. It's a pleasure and it's been a blessing having you on the show. And usually we sign up with our official signature tune. But tonight, we'll sign up with Dream Big from Ryan Sharp and the Rubble Band. This is a special dedication to you, 
and to everyone out there who have made the time to listen. Keep winning financially. Keep winning career-wise, business-wise. Keep winning mentally. Keep winning emotionally. Keep winning physically. Keep winning in your family life. With love, keep winning. And in this journey of life, keep winning. It's been a pleasure having you. And tomorrow, we'll be doing a special coverage of the FIFA World Cup draw live from Qatar. So we hope you will make time to join us tomorrow on this show. Don't forget to subscribe to the FIFA World Cup show, the UEFA Champions League show, and don't also forget to keep sharing with your friends, to listen, to subscribe, and to enjoy this beautiful podcast and interview. We'll be having Mr. Idrisu back again next week on the show to continue with part two of his journey. We'll hear of his aspirations for the national team and hopefully we would have known by then the team Ghana will be playing at the World Cup and what he makes of Ghana's qualification to the World Cup. Until same time next week and tomorrow, it's adios for now. Adios for now. Because the pain will soon be gone And when you dream, dream big As big as the ocean When you dream it might come true When you dream, dream big And when you laugh, be sure To laugh out loud cause it will carry All your cares away when you see, see the beauty all around in yourself, and it will help you feel okay. And when you pray, pray for strength to help you carry on when the troubles come your way. And when you dream, dream big, as big as the ocean. When you dream it might come true When you dream, dream it
Dream, dream me. 